It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host and uh, well, such a good time that we have here on Sunday mornings here on the Gospel on the Radio talk show. As I say, it's a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant alive and well. We talk about the church and all that God is doing in his glorious kingdom. It's just a wonderful thing. Have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. This is show number 1094 tonight. and Actually, this morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> and uh, brand new guest tonight. Not been on the show before. His name is Manny Arisso, and it's a ministry called Share Your Heart, and he's the uh, director of the North Florida area. Brother Riso, uh, Ariso, welcome, Ariso. welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor King. It's a pleasure being here with you and your audience Amen. this morning here on Amen. Sunday. Now, you're going to tell us all about this ministry because now you've, you've given me just a little, little, just a little bit, but little I, I don't know what it's about. And, and so I'm going to learn along with the radio audience. So tell us what Share Your Heart is. Well, I'm going to just... Uh, Give you a roundabout right now about okay. share your heart. Share your heart is about sharing our heart with the people. Okay. Sharing the love of God. Okay. Showing people the love of God. So what do we do is we serve the people. We okay. serve, we are here in Tallahassee to serve the people. We started in Day County, Florida, uh, close to 25 years ago. Wow. With Victory for Youth. Okay. Which was a ministry to minister to the youth. We used to do uh, concerts and uh, programs and different things to bring in the youth and evangelize to them. Bring them closer to the Lord. Show them the love of God. And one day, uh, the founder, I wasn't involved in it at that time, the founder, which is back in 1998, got a call that there was a need uh, with families that if he could help fulfill that need. So he did. He said, of course, he was a man, he is a man, he not was, he is a man that was, loves the Lord and loves to serve. Mm-hmm. So he says, yes, of course. So this was a need of some food and clothing for a family. Okay. And this was DCF that called them. DCF, okay. DCF. Right. He had certain uh, people there in DCF that were friends of his. Okay. So she the, called the them. Department of Children and Families. Department yeah. of Children and Families. So she called them and... After he served his family, he says, well, what can we do together? So he says, let's pray. Let's bring this to the Lord. See what God wants me to do in this because I'm already working in victory. Okay. And it is, we're doing uh, the March for Jesus. We're doing other things there in Day County. So uh, the Lord gave him a vision of the ne- Nehemiah Walls okay. for the state of Florida. Nehemiah Walls. The Nehemiah Walls. Build, build the walls, yeah. Build the walls yeah. around the state of Florida. Okay. So he started studying about Nehemiah at the same time, serving the people. Okay. Hey, what am I going to do? So he started uh, building pantries, start getting food together with his own money. Okay. Started wow. doing bags of food. Every time he got a call, 
that there was a family in need, he went there with his wife and served that family. Wow. Wow. Serving with the food, okay. serving with clothing. Let me back up just for a second. Yes. What, what was his name? Rolando Gonzalez. R- Ro- Rolando. Yes, Gonzalez. Gonzalez. They call him Roly. Okay. Now, when he got this call about this this need for these people who needed food, uh, the youth ministry was his full time occupation. No, he had a business. Okay. He had a business. He has a uh, print shop. Okay. He had so, a print so shop he was at the time. He was a secular em- employment bivocational. Correct. Yes, <laughs> okay. yes. I, I love him already. Yeah. <laughs> Wish he later on, he gave up. Okay. To be able to fulfill all this, right. everything coming along. Wonderful. Wonderful. Because it took a lot of time, yeah. Yeah. a lot of effort. Right. And so when, when he started doing the, the meeting the people's needs with food, did he still keep continue doing the youth ministry? He had to, yes. Okay. Is this still- I was a part of, of his of his life is that still going i uh, know it's not okay okay no it's not right now uh victory for youth uh has been sleeping for a while <laughs> because i uh, share your heart's taking over yeah i like that sleeping thing though. yeah <laughs> that means it's not gone it's not gone okay. no it's not because well we always talk about it and see what we could do with the youth uh, right. we're always talking about doing a concert right or what we could do we do in miami a night at the marlins which we Come together with the Marlins baseball baseball right. team, okay. and we bring in the kids, foster care kids. Okay. So we do that with Victory for Youth. Okay, together we share your heart, and we bring in <laughs> 150, 200 uh, foster care kids. Oh, wow. Where we give them food, we give them uh, tickets to go in, hats. They meet the Marlin players. They throw the first pitch. So it's you know okay. we okay. keep it alive we still, keep victory still, for youth alive still has a heart for it though yes but but he saw a greater need there were people that just needed to be ministered to through through food but i know there's a lot more to it than that because oh, you, you told me some of that yes yeah. go ahead yeah definitely the food was just the the bait right. to be able to go into a house right. to knock on that door right uh because what we're doing is preventive mm-hmm. preventing that family to become a case for dcf preventing Uh that family to fall into that pit so if we could help that family to not to go into become a case only a referral because we get a referral from them a number from them as a referral right and if we can huddle around that family for 90 days but what we do is this we introduce them to the local church okay because that's one of the main objects can we pray for you what can we do for you? Do you know there's also a church nearby that can help you? Mm-hmm. Do you know that Jesus Christ is the one that's bringing us food to you? It's not us. Wow. So we do it as an evangelistic kind of a uh, of a uh, approach to share your heart and to that family that we're uh, dealing with. Now let me let me back up again here. Mm-hmm. There's something you said. I think I know what you mean, but I want you to expand it. Yes. Fall into that trap. DCF. Uh-huh. What does that mean? Okay. Fall into the trap means uh, when the family falls into that situation where they become a case. Okay. Where uh, their children are not uh, being taken care of. Where the uh, the need is so great that they have to come in and take the child away. Uh-huh. Now, when do we see abuse, if we see anything of that nature, we report it. Right. Because that... We definitely are not going to so, hold so what to that. What I'm thinking of is, and, and, and when I think of what you just said, I think about the dependency. Mm-hmm. They become dependent on the government 
to meet their needs instead of going out and learning how to work, how to provide for themselves, which I have a feeling is kind of what you all are doing. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. Because we want to give them the fish, but we also give them a rod. Right. We give them a way out. Right. That's right. why we huddle right. around them for 90 days. Uh-huh. We huddle around that family. Every time we go, one of our chaplains go to visit a home. That house is theirs for 90 days. He'll call them again. He'll invite them to church. Because what we do, and I'm just jumping around now, sure. Pastor, is what we do, we work with zip codes. Okay. Let's say uh, where are we at right now, or what, 304 or 310? or 303. Or 303. Okay. So we say we have uh, some chaplains from 303 here from church. If there is a need in 303, we call those chaplains. Okay. Chaplain, there is a need in a family so-and-so in your zip code. Come, or we build a pantry in their church where they can just pick up the bag of food, non-perishables. They can take it to that family, talk to that family, and invite them back to that church. So what we're doing is building that wall, but not us, not Manny coming from Miami to Tallahassee to build that wall. That church in 303 is building the wall around that community. Yeah. His responsibility is to build the wall. Now, who are the chaplains you're talking about? Okay. See, that's why I'm jumping around <laughs> up and down. <laughs> that's good. We're, we're, we're learning here. We're All learning. right. Chaplains are uh, laymen from church. Okay. What, a couple of your members, you know, there's a lot of people that are sitting that want to do something. Okay. So we introduce the program to the church. Those couple of people, which are recommended by the pastor, that they're responsible those, about three, four, how many you want, they go to a training that we have, a 16-hour training. Okay. After the training, they get a DCF background check okay. of course. to be able to go into sure. the homes. They get the background check, they get our shirt, they get IDs, and they're ready to be deployed as chaplains for Share Your Heart. Okay. Now, so the, the referral initially comes from DCF. DCF, but we also work with other agencies. Okay. We work with school counselors. Okay. We work right now with different police departments that they also send us referrals. We work with, and down south in Day County, we work with school board, teachers. They send us referrals. We work with our churches. They send us referrals. We work also with, uh, Hope, which is the program for the state of Florida. They send us referrals. Different agencies. We work together with different agencies who will send us referrals of families in need. Okay. And we go and meet that need of that family at that so, time. So this ministry was founded in uh, Miami. Yes. Dade, Dade County, I guess. Dade County. And so now, did you bring the program to Tallahassee? I brought the program to Tallahassee, okay. yes. So you've been here, you told me, 18 months. 18 months. So, so you're, you're new here. I'm new. I'm brand new here. Okay. But I'm this, a baby here. But, but this is quite an undertaking. We're talking about here. Yes, I mean, it is. We're talking about uh, a lot of paperwork because you're keeping up with all these different people, and you're also networking because you're getting to have to meet all of these people and these different organizations that are going to give you their blessing. Correct. And that's not an easy thing to come by. Oh, no, it's not, Pastor. <laughs> yeah. I know. It, yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not. Especially when you're out of your comfort zone. Sure. You so, know? so how are you going about this? 
Uh, first, I thank the Lord because the Lord has opened doors for me. Okay. You know, He has opened uh, great doors with, uh, for example, like I was saying, uh, Lifeway Church, Pastor Eli Hendricks, okay. my pastor here. And, uh, and I introduced a program to him because my son is going to that church. Okay. Uh, our family goes to that church. So I introduced a program to him. And as soon as I spoke to him, we sat down for lunch. He said, I want to know more. Let's fly to Miami. Oh, really? So he flew to Miami. He <laughs> brother, went to brother Miami. Eli did. Yeah? Brother Eli? Yes. <laughs> okay. He flew to Miami. I said, come on, I'm going to give you a tour. <laughs> we took him to our offices, to all the places we have down there. We showed him what we're doing, how we're doing. He says, okay, I'm ready. Really? I'm all in. All <laughs> in. What do we have to do? That you did the bench, you have to stop through Israel on the way. Uh, no, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Because <laughs> he loves Israel. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. But uh, immediately we did a program at his church and we got uh, 10, uh, 10 volunteers. Wow. 10 wow. volunteers wow. and we started off with that. Now, now, would they become chaplains? They became chaplains. Okay. All right, so so you're you're making these contacts, but that's that's one. But I mean, how did how did you make your contacts with DCF with uh, Hope that you talked about? You just calling these people? Oh no, DCF. No. We've been having uh, communication with DCF from Miami. Okay, okay. We work in Miami with DCF. All right, so the DCF in Miami has contacted the DCF here. Hey, correct. Hey, uh, brother Manny is coming here, mm-hmm. and he's representing Share Your Heart. And uh, then you want to go meet with them, I would Right. Suppose. They okay. know the program. Okay. They know the program that okay. we have. And uh, so we started together with them, and they started sending referrals over. Wow. And so, now we have, we open an office now in Pensacola. Really? We have an office now in, uh, in uh, Flagler. Wow. We have an office in, uh, in um, Daytona. And you're overseeing all this? No, no. I'm only here in Northern Florida. Okay. But, I mean, we're spreading all over the state. Because we're opening walls all over the state. Wow. This is the calling wow. that we have. Okay. This here is a fish gate. Okay, go ahead. This is the fish gate. So I came here to open the fish gate. And if you look at the map, I'm going to give you a map there, Pastor, so you okay. can see. You can have an idea of what I'm talking the, about. I have to be the eyes for you the You have to be here. the eyes there. <laughs> you all see? Right. All right, I'm holding how, a map here. Uh-huh. How close that map of okay. the old walls, I, I look, gotta, you got to put the other glasses I got to double on. up my glasses here in order to see this. See, he, he caught me here, found uh-huh. out that I can't. <laughs> see how close that map okay. looks to the state of Florida. Yes, yes. Um, okay. All right, I'm, I'm seeing here on, on the map the state of Florida, and then over here it says Central Valley and Hennon Valley. Oh, what is all right. that? Right, but this one here is the map that that one right there, okay. the one to the your one right. One to my left, is it? Okay. So we see. Uh, uh, okay, these are different homes and different things. That, well, what am I looking at here? You're looking at the you're looking at the walls that Nehemiah built. Okay. 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 Back in his days. Ah, and so you, what you're telling me is that it looks similar to the state of to Florida. The state of Florida. Got it. Takes me a while sometimes, no. but I do catch on. Okay. 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 I see what you're saying. Yes, it does. It does look okay. similar. <laughs> so you see where we're at. Yeah. We're in the fish gate. Okay. That's the fish gate. Okay. That's starting All to make right. more sense here. Okay. Then, then next to it, like Pensacola, was the old gate. <laughs> okay. Why? By coincidence, is the oldest city. Yeah. Yeah. In the state. Well, 
Maybe. Not, no, not St. Augustine. Really? No. You don't think so? No. No. We checked it out. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, we did boy. a study on it. Okay. Uh, it was established first, then St. Augustine. Really? I did not know that. So I'd always heard it the other way around. Right. But then again, I'm not a Floridian, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is that uh, you have a strategy here. And, and yes. you're basing it on the walls of Nehemiah. Correct. As you're going about going to the different cities. But you made a big jump. You jumped all the way from Miami to Tallahassee. What, what about the middle of the Well, no, we have in Fort Myers. Uh-huh. We've been working in Fort Myers for years, okay. too. Okay. So, so Fort you Myers, have- Fort uh, Myers, Lee, Lee County, okay. and Fort Myers area. So they sent you to Tallahassee. You felt a call to come to Tallahassee mm-hmm. to establish this work here. Yes. 18 months. 18 months ago. How are we doing? We're doing great. Right. I some, thank the give, Lord. Give us some details here. I thank the Lord. We're doing we're doing fantastic. How many of your uh, chaplains do we have now? Uh, we have thirty three chaplains right now. Already, already. We have wow, that's amazing. Yes. And how many agencies or different ones are you working with? We're now? working now with uh, schools. Okay. Okay. We uh, have uh, partnered together with uh, FCA. Okay. Okay. That's how we got connected. Uh, yes, that's how we got connected. <laughs> uh, we've. Uh, Established partnership with uh, guidance counselors in the schools. Okay. Okay. We have had meetings with several of the guidance counselors. Okay. And uh, we started working with them. Is and we're meeting the needs of the family. Right, right. When you're starting to meet the needs of the family, and they they see the product is working. Okay. They see a result. Sure. The thing is to sure. see a result. Yeah. You know, you can. You, there's a whole bunch of programs, but if you don't see a result. There's nothing you're doing. Right. Uh, uh, guess, let's take FCA for existence. Or, yes. Our example. Yes. So how do you, how are you working with them? With FCA, we've uh, partnered together. Uh, you know, they work in the schools. Okay. With the. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, they work in your school. You know, your son. Yeah. So we have partnered together with them. For example, right now we're planning on doing a turkey drive for okay. Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, we're checking on the schools to see how many turkeys they want. And then whatever turkeys, we're planning on giving 500 turkeys out. Okay. Whatever turkeys we have left, we're planning probably between 250, 300 turkeys left. We're going to do a turkey drive. Through them, we're getting athletes involved. Okay. That is going to be there with us to hang out the turkeys to the family. But really? not only turkeys, it's going to be a bag of food, okay. a whole a Thanksgiving meal. And these are going to families. To families. To families. Yes. Okay. And so the connection with FCA is the athletes being involved. Involved. Okay. Uh, with the schools. Okay. So and schools. Because when you say you're going to give the turkeys to the schools. Right. And what, and then what are the schools going to do with them? They're going to give it to families also. Okay. They're going to distribute There's it. There's two ways we're going to do it. Okay. Okay. Uh, your son is involved. Okay. Of course. <laughs> Uh, he's the one in charge. Josh is the one in charge of the part of the schools to see how many we're going to give to each school. Okay. He's contacting the school counselors to see how many are needed in schools. Okay. I received calls from different schools already. They need 10. They need five. Someone need 15. Some might need 25. So the schools are identifying the students that are coming from families that are struggling. They're struggling. And so, Correct. So they're going to make sure that they have a turkey for them come yes. Thanksgiving Day. Okay. Uh, so and, and you are you are behind it. Now now where do you get the turkeys from? The turkeys we're buying. So you had the we're you, getting, you've raised the funds. Yes, we're raising funds right now for the turkeys. Okay. We're raising funds uh 
since I'm from Dade County, I've been raising funds from people that I know from Dade County. Okay. I've sent letters out to them. I'm sending letters out here to businesses. And there might be somebody here listening on the radio Amen. wants to Amen. Do- donate Amen. a turkey or two. How would they do Amen. that? Amen. Amen. How would they go They can go to our webpage. It's called, uh, uh, see? I need, I need you to come up to that microphone now. <laughs> all for, or it says, all for love, 850. All for love eight five zero dot org. Okay, you better give us the numbers because I. <laughs> okay, all for love. Okay. Eight five zero. Okay. Dot org. Okay. Now, okay, so so they can they can go there. They can go there and do the donation. Okay, and then you can do they can do it all online. Online. Okay, you can do it online or they can call me. Okay, and I'll give you my number in a few minutes. All right, go go ahead and give us that again. What you just gave it's us. called. All for love, all A L L F O R, love L O V E eight five zero. Okay. Dot O R G. Okay. So all for love eight five zero dot org. Yes. Okay. Got it. <laughs> so we are doing uh, fundraising to collect. Okay. To uh, so we able to give five at least five hundred turkey. Last year we gave three hundred and fifty. Now, to be able to do that. Talking about an individual. Yes. Would they do better to give you a gift certificate or something? Or actually, if, let's say they were to go buy a turkey. Okay. That, that kind of covers. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't really help us. Yeah, right. Because we're ordering turkeys like from Walmart. Okay. We order turkeys already from Walmart. All right. So they need to give you funds. Funds is what we need. To help you do this. Yes. Right. Okay. And they can do that online. Online. With a, with a debit card or, or credit Correct. card. Or whatever they want. Whatever they want to do. Yes. Okay. All for love, 850.org. Yes. Okay. You can go there, and there you go. That's I it. always like to give a radio audience an opportunity. Of course. To, to uh, give. People are very generous, especially around the, the holidays. People want to help one another out. That's a good way to do it. Yes. And then the thing about it is that you have a lot of uh, folks who are involved in uh, Christmas, uh, now, here in a few weeks, we'll have the people from Christmas Connection mm-hmm. on the show. We've done this for years. And then uh, sometimes I have the Salvation Army on the show, different ones. But you don't get a lot of people who are doing things like this for Thanksgiving. Now, you some of the homeless shelters and stuff, and different ones will have a, a meal. Correct, and yes. That, that's always a blessing, and we've, we've supported all of those in the years. So the Haven Rest, it used to be a rest uh, or uh, a mission, mission place down on uh, – uh, Tennessee Street. They used to have every year. They'd have a meal. That uh, the Carney Center used to do it. I'm not sure where they're doing it, but they're around. And those are mostly for the homeless people. But your ministry, there are people who are struggling that are not homeless. Correct. But but they're they go to their own personal pantry, and it's kind of kind of it's kind of low, kind of low, kind of low. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Pastor, the amount of children that go hungry every weekend. Wow. It's incredible. Wow. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. It is heartbreaking. You know, when uh, what fulfills me so much is when I go to a home, uh, go with my wife, and we go to a house, and uh, we give them that, that bag of food, and you see that little children come up and give you a hug. Yeah. And tell mm. you, thank you. Wow. You know, yeah. this is a three-year-old, a four-year-old, wow. and he hugs around your legs. 
and saying thank you and he gets that mac and cheese and he just looks into your eyes you know that breaks your heart oh absolutely that breaks yeah. your heart absolutely last year we got a testimony of a child that uh from a high school that when we gave him a turkey later on they gave me a testimony and says you know what this kid said i said no what he said it's the first turkey he's ever eaten in his life wow this is a high school kid wow wow now, where does the food come from? Where do, where do you all get the food? Okay, the food we buy ourselves. Okay. We also receive donations, and we work with grants. Okay. We work with grants, the government grants, state grants, uh, uh, local grants, and we get that uh, money, and we buy food with that. Okay. We're yeah. not a food bank. Okay, so you're not working with Second Harvest. We don't work with, no. uh, We work in South Florida, we're working with uh, FarmShare. Okay. Okay. Here we are, I'm trying to get communication now with Second Harvest. So he uh, see how we can team up. Okay. See how we can work together with them here. Now, do you have a place to store? Because you're talking about you're doing mostly non-perishables. Yes. Okay. But at Thanksgiving, you're talking about giving out turkeys, so that kind of puts you in a different category here. Because turkeys have to be refrigerated. Well, the thing with the turkeys is we pick them up the same day we give them out. Okay. So we don't have to store them at all. Okay. We go in there with the truck, loading the truck up, and taking them out. Okay. Okay. We're planning on doing two ways. One way is on the 18th taking them, uh, giving them to school counselors. So the school counselors were given to the families. Okay. That's one. That, then we're planning on doing on the 21st, which we're working on the location. We will give you the location very soon <laughs> to tell you the location where we're going to be at with the athletes to give out the turkeys to families driving in. Okay. So families are going to be able to drive in and it's not only turkey, like I said, it's going to be beans, it's going to be yam, it's going to be stuffing, it's going to be uh, gravy, it's going to be uh, you know different things so they can have a full meal. Now, will you know who these people are before they come, or is it just open to whoever? whoever it's, it's open to whoever. Wow. A lot of the schools, which I have talked to already, are going to tell their people. They're going to do flyers and send them out. Wow. Send out the flyers to so whatever comes, whoever yeah. comes. We're not going to ask them who they are. We're not going to ask them anything. Just pop your trunk, and here's your meal. Now, 18 months, that tells me that you've already had one Thanksgiving since you've been here. Yes. Were you able to, I mean, you were just getting started last year. Were you able to do anything? 350 turkeys. Is that right? Yes. Wow. 350 (laughs) turkeys we serve. And how many are we looking at this year? 500. 500, okay. So the thing is, is that, uh, there are other ministries who are doing very similar things, but there's plenty of room. <laughs> oh, there is. There is so much there's need. There's plenty of need, yeah. Yes, there's plenty so much need. need. Yeah. And what I tell all the other ministries along says, you know what? We can do it ourselves. You can do it by yourself. Let's join forces. Sure, sure. Because with Christ, everything is possible. Right, right. Now, have you connected with any of these other type of ministries that are doing these type of things? Yes, we connected with other ministries doing okay. the same thing. Because I've had a lot of them on the show. Because some of them are gone now. Some of them that we used to have doing that mm-hmm. sort of thing have uh, different things have happened. Like the Haven Arrest, they closed down. It happens, but praise God, He brings other people in. Right. The difference <laughs> in our ministry, the difference in what we do is this: there's a lot of uh, ministries that give out food. Right. But you got to go pick it up. Uh huh. We don't go. We oh, don't tell take the people. It we wow. take it to them. We take it to them. Wow. We call you. We call that person, 
take a hold of them, talk to you, see what your needs are, and take that back to your house. And you are developing an ongoing relationship with people. Yes. Yeah, and then you're also connecting them with churches in their areas. That's the important part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We know that the only way to get out of those holes is through Jesus Christ. Right, wow. It's a, it's, it's a powerful concept. You know. <laughs> Thank God. Let me just tell the radio audience, this is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. Uh, Manny Arisso is my guest here today. We're talking about just meeting the needs of the people. He's come up from Miami, been here 18 months in the capital city, and uh, just doing a tremendous job. And so we just appreciate that. But uh, as you know, Pastor King, he's a... It's the person who just loves gospel music. And, uh, this is a triumphant quartet called He Loves Me. He suffered it all because he loved me, because he loved me, because he loved me. And that's the reason why Share Your Heart Ministry is doing what they're doing because they love the Lord. And they're just calling, been called according to His purpose with passion. This is the uh, Gospel on the Radio talk show. Welcome this morning. I hope that you are on your way to church. And uh, there could be some who say, you know, Pastor King, I would go to church, but I really don't have a place. Well, let me make a recommendation. It's called Freedom Road. Freedom Road Christian Ministry. That's the church that I pastor. We're at 720 Capital Circle Northeast in the Crescent Park Plaza. We love visitors. We love people. We love the Lord. And love to see you at Freedom Roads at 11.05 is our start time. FRCM.us. You can check us out on the web. We're between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. So if you're heading on Capital Circle toward Park Avenue, You'll see our sign out there on Sunday morning. We'd love to see you. Also, if you are a fan of Southern Gospel music like I am, then join me on Saturday nights at 7 o'clock here on 94.1 for the, well, I'd say the best music on the planet. <laughs> it's called Southern Gospel Style, and we crank it up for a full hour every Saturday night, 7 o'clock on 94.1. And then the daily broadcast, which airs Monday through Friday, here on 94.1 at 11 o'clock, and it's a daily Bible teaching. Also this, you can find these shows, the talk show and the daily broadcast on the podcast. This is show number 1094. If you want to listen to it again, it'll be there uh, middle part of the week, <laughs> somewhere along the line. And there are others, many, many interviews, uh, uh, Bible teaching. You can find it on the podcast. Just type in, uh, Pastor Jack King, Tallahassee, and it'll come up. And you, uh, the thing about it is, if you're on a trip and you want some things to listen to, I assure you, you can take your trip and be done with your trip, and there'll still be more content for you. <laughs> There's plenty of them there to listen to over all these years. We've been doing this show. Brother Manny Arisso is my guest today. He is a former pastor. Come here to Tallahassee to be a part of Share Your Heart. And he's the guy right now that's helping to get all this stuff rolling here in the Big Bend area of Florida. And it sounds to me like it's going pretty good. Oh, yes, it is, Pastor. <laughs> yes, it is. And you were asking me a few minutes ago, uh, 
about where do we'll, you know, keep all this stuff. We have an office in uh, 1000 West Tharp Street, okay. Suite 10. Okay. We have an office there. We've been having, uh, we've been there for uh, the past, it's going to be uh, nine months now that we have that place. Now, when I hear the word suite, that never sounds very big to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that word. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, how much stuff are you actually having to store because it's going out so fast? Yeah. Well, right now, we have a, the front part is my desk. <laughs> so you got it all stored on your desk? <laughs> the front part is my desk, and okay. we have a little table where we meet there. And then the backpack is all food. Okay. All food and some clothing that wow. we have uh, brought up. Now, did you tell us that you are actually you are actually going out to the stores and purchasing these things? Yes. That's a lot of work. Yes, it is. Now, who does all that? I do. You do? Wow. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> so now, uh, Publix and Walmart get to know you real well, aren't they? Oh, yes. Especially Walmart. Walmart. Uh, yeah. Yes. So what do you do? You have a certain list. I'm going to go buy Five hundred boxes of of, uh, of macaroni. Is that kind of how you do it? How, how do you go about okay. doing that? We have a, a what we're going to put in the package. It's okay. called a seventy two hour emergency food package. Okay. So we there we put a can of chicken. We okay. put uh, tuna. Okay. We put Vienna sausage. Okay. We put spaghetti. We okay. put rice. Are these are all canned goods. Canned goods. Okay. We put rice. Uh, two pounds of rice. A pound okay. of spaghetti. A can of spaghetti sauce. Uh, we put uh, beans, green beans, uh, uh, corn, uh, pinto beans, a package of uh, lentils. Wow. Uh, we put uh, uh, milk, the, uh, the long life milk. We put some uh, cereal in there. We put some uh, uh, what Quaker Oats, five or six pack of Quaker Oats. And we put some uh, uh, spaghetti, I mean... Uh, Mac and cheese okay. for the kids. But now let's let's walk through this process. Here's Manny. Mm-hmm. He's driving up to Walmart. He's going to go in. He's going to take his buggies. Start picking stuff off the shelf. Put them in the basket. Right? Am I? Am I, am I A close? lot of times, what we do is we order. Oh, okay. So we order. So when we get there, we have the pallet is ready. They've done done the work for you. Yes. Ooh, it's smart. <laughs> yes. So we load it up. Okay. Take it to the office. Offload it, put it in the put it in the shelves, and we come in with volunteers. I was start, ask you if you had volunteers yes, for that. Yes, and start packaging up. Okay, wow, but that's a lot of work. Still, it's still a lot of work. Yeah. Now, when but you, it's, when, it's good. When we you go good. to the store, what are you carrying it back to the warehouse in? A truck? A truck? A pickup? Or? A pick my pickup truck. Okay, so what yeah. if what if it rains that day? Well. We don't pick up that day then. <laughs> yeah, but, but during the summer, it rained every day. Yes. Oh, no, we, it's not that every day we go to shopping. Okay. okay. We have enough, right. enough right there right now. Most of the time, what we do is on a, on a weekly basis is just certain things like peanut butter or, uh, or the milk okay. or certain things. But rice, we have a lot of stock okay. in rice and canned goods like chicken and tuna and Vienna sausage. We've had, we bought, you know, a thousand okay. cans. See, I was wondering why it is that when I go to Walmart. You don't find like anything. It's because I took it all. Because you all showed up. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm getting the picture now. <laughs> okay. So now, how are we doing on volunteers? 
on volunteers, like I said, we have 33 chaplains right now. Okay. We have chaplains in uh, Quincy. Okay. Because we uh, just opened an office, thank the Lord, in Quincy, uh, next to the uh, jail there, to the correctional, Quincy Correctional there. We have a small trailer there that the sheriff gave us. Okay. And uh, we have a chaplain there, which is a pastor, Pastor Charles Salem, the third from Quincy area. Okay. He's working there, so he'll be able to minister to those men coming out of jail. Okay. And being able to help them, give them the bag of food, give them some clothing if they need, whatever they need is, we're going to meet it there, and we're going to have a pantry there. We have a pantry, like I said, here in 1000 Tharp. We have pantries in the ESSs, which is the places where people go to get food stamps. Okay. We have pantries there where we will have bags there. <laughs> we have uh, pantries in different schools. Wow. We have pantry in Lifeway Church. Wow. And if you're listening and you're a pastor and you want to have a pantry in your church, and if you want to have some volunteers, come and join us. Let us know. Wow. Let us know. This is amazing. Well, and the thinking you've put all this together now in eighteen months. Yes. That's that's it's pretty amazing. Um, but now you were a pastor in Miami, you were an associate pastor, then you became the like the lead pastor of the church. The second. The okay. Executive pastor. Okay. Now, how long ago was that? That was uh right before COVID. Okay. So what is it that made you to make this transition? Well, the transition uh my wife was praying and she's she was telling me already that a transition was coming uh-huh you know the voice of the voice of the spirit sure. Sure. <laughs> the voice of my conscience was speaking to me so she <laughs> well, was so already were you feeling the same thing i was feeling the same it. yes i was yeah. feeling the same thing and some people gave me words okay. of like someone came up to me one of my disciples and said you know pastor uh we love you, but I know you're going to leave here. Okay. okay. Uh, there's something else that God yeah, is telling yeah. you. I said, but God, I'm so comfortable here. Uh-huh. You know, this I've been here so many years. I've right, been in right. this church for 18 years. Wow. Since I met the Lord, I started in that church, and uh, I've been pastoring that church, associate pastor, leader, and everything in that church. Sure, sure. So it was hard to yeah. leave, but God was rattling uh-huh. he was shaking my nest i hear you you know she was shaking my nest i didn't want to move but right, i, didn't want, I right. didn't want to get out of right, the nest right. so he started tearing apart yeah like like the, like the mother eagle yes yeah, yeah. he started oh, you, you ever heard that sermon about yeah. earl oh, roberts yeah, yeah. <laughs> about feather in the nest yeah uh-huh yeah, yeah. so that's what happened yeah. to me yeah and then covid hit and churches closed uh-huh so that was it right there wow well it says well and I started then working more with, I knew Mr. Gonzalez Rowley for years. Uh-huh. We have worked together with Victory. We have done a lot of things together for years. But then, uh, like I was telling you at the beginning, I got a call about boxes of food. Okay. And I said, yes. So I call churches around town and I call Rowley. I said, Rowley, I got 100,000 boxes of food. Can you handle it? He said, man, I can handle anything you have. (laughs) I said, all right. So when are we going to start pumping them out? So we started fundraising because it was not only the boxes of food. We had to rent the trucks. We had to pay the drivers, get semis to be able to move all these boxes of food. 
So uh, we started fundraising, and uh, every time that I made a phone call, Pastor, it was yes. Yeah. Now let's back up for a second. Just kind of bring the audience up back up to speed because somebody may have just joined us. Okay. You got a phone call from DCF, right? No. That, no, 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 no. This is a phone call from a friend. Okay, okay. That was uh, working with a food bank. Okay, okay. That were receiving boxes of food at the beginning of COVID. Okay. That was the, uh, it was called Farm to Table. Okay. So the, when they called you, what was it that they asked of you? If I could handle that amount of food. To be able to distribute it. Yes. Okay. And and this was coming to your church. In other words, the phone call was coming to you as pastor of this church. As executive pastor of okay. the church. Yes. And so you as executive pastor of the church, they call you and say, we've got this food. Can your ministry help us? Yes. Okay. Okay. So you want to make sure that we all understood where we yes, were. Yes. Yeah. Right there. Okay. But the church was closed. Okay. There was nothing going on at church. Right. So I said, yes, we can handle it. I called Gonzalez, Roly from Share Your Heart. Right. Because I knew he right. was what right. he did. Right. So he told me, yes. Okay. So we started contacting pastors all around town, all around Day County, see if they could, if they needed something. Right. So they started doing food drives. Okay. And we started giving them food. Then is when I came up to Tallahassee and uh, met Pastor Eli. Okay. And I told Pastor Eli, I got actually the phone call that I got, I got it in my son's house when I was walking the sidewalk, uh, the, the driveway of his house. I got the phone call for the food. I was here in <laughs> Tallahassee when, they, okay. when okay. I received the call. Okay. And immediately I made a phone call to a very dear friend in Miami, which I know he was, he's, he was doing pretty good. I said, listen, uh, I got this amount of boxes of food, and uh, can you help me out? He said, can I help you? When are you coming to Miami? Come to my office and pick up a check. Okay. And that's how we started renting the trucks. Okay, so what you were asking of him was to help you had the money to be able to rent the trucks yes. and then hire the help that you needed to be able yes. to, to do these distributions. Yes. So you had the food, but but getting it moved was a whole different thing. a whole different th- thing. Yeah, things, okay. But now, this was not the beginning of Share Your Heart. No, Share, no, Share no, Your no. Heart had been around no, for, Share Your Heart's been yeah. around since 1998. Yeah, so this was just a, a kind of like an acceleration. Acceleration. <laughs> yeah. This was my entrance. Uh, okay, so you had not been involved in Share Your Heart before that. I was involved with him in Victory for Youth and in Share Your Heart because we did food drives at church. Okay. We did okay. food drives in different areas. Okay. And since I was executive pastor and part of the uh, Pastors Association of Day County, we did a lot of things together. I see. Okay. So we knew each other for many years. Right. Okay. We knew each other for many years. We've done a lot of things together together. But this whole experience with this phone call literally changed your life. Completely. Because you, your whole focus of ministry has changed now. Completely. Yeah. So you, you, you came up here. What about your personal expenses? Did, were you retired? Did you have enough funds to be able to live on? I, mean, I sold my house. Okay. In Day County. Okay. I sold my house there. And I moved up here. And you can uh, buy a pretty nice house for what you get out of a house in Dade County. <laughs> yeah, but it was a house that um, my mother-in-law had. Okay. 
Okay, that's another story, which one day right, I'll that, give that, you a story for another, another time. Another right? story for another time. <laughs> and I was living there with my wife, who we were living there, and my mother, my mother-in-law passed away. Okay, so we had the house. Okay, we sold the house, paid out the debt the house owed, and we moved up here. Then okay, so as of right now, as far as a minister, you're volunteer. Uh, right now, I'm volunteering. Yes. Okay. And I just think it's important for people to know that. Yes. Uh, so right now, I volunteer. Yeah, yeah. But, yes. uh, I mean, there's going to come a day when uh, the ministry will need to raise enough funds to be able to help support. Yes. Because what you're talking about, you're living off of, there's a shelf life to that. Oh, of course. Yeah, that, that yeah. will end someday. And so as the ministry grows and expands, and again, I'm just putting this out there so the radio audience can get a whole perspective of what we're doing here because you see the value. If you've been listening to this interview, you see the value of what they're doing because they're connecting people who are hungry, who have needs with the church, so they're getting fed both physically and spiritually. Amen. Hallelujah. I love that concept. It's spreading the gospel, Pastor. Yeah. Spreading the gospel. Yeah. It's throwing seeds. Act, you're, you're, you're sharing the love by acting it out. Yes. It's, it's exactly what... When the people were hungry, what did Jesus do? He fed them. He fed them. He fed them. <laughs> you know? Yes. That's he fed them. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of people followed Jesus yeah. because he was feeding them. Okay. Now, because you are the local director, we're, we're looking to you. to Let's get to know you a little bit. Definitely. So you you told me before we started the, the interview here that you are from Cuba. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you came here when you were, what? Eight years old. Eight years old. As, yes. As a child to America. Mm-hmm. So you remember, I guess, what we call the communist revolution? Correct, in, yes. In Cuba? Mm-hmm. And you remember that pretty well? I mean- I remember, yes, what yeah. we went through. And so how did you make it to America? Well, like I was told you in the beginning, we left Cuba through, uh, we asked for exile- and we left Cuba to Jamaica. Okay. We got permission to leave, and we went to Jamaica. So, so, the, so the Cuban government says, yes, you can leave Cuba. Yes. Because it's not that way now. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Oh, even though right now they're letting a lot of people out. Okay. The people they don't want there, they're letting them out. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's where they're, that's, right, they're right. heading all over the right, world. Right, right. But, uh, yes, we went to, to Jamaica. There we stayed in Jamaica until we filed our claim, our exile claim. Okay. And we got the paperwork, and we were able to come to the United States then. Now, did you have family in the United we States? We had family in the United States. Okay. They were the one that signed off for us. I see. Okay. And so you came to Miami? Yes. And with my father, mother, my brother, and myself. And this was in the 60s? In the 60s, okay. 1961. Miami has changed some Completely. Then. <laughs> oh, my God. Completely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, when I go to Miami, I go... You know, this is a nice place to visit. <laughs> it's not Tallahassee. Oh, I can assure you that. I just tell you. And it, it makes me appreciate the city in which I live, because I refer to Tallahassee as being a big little town. Mm-hmm. We have everything you need. We got great hospitals. We got great schools. But, man, I could drive across Tallahassee in about a half an hour. Oh, yeah. I tell the people when I go to Miami, I said, my traffic jam is 15 minutes. Oh, my goodness. It's going to drop my grandson off in Meridian down there in front of the school. That's a 15 minutes of traffic jam. Oh, man, I tell you. When when we were just down there back in the spring, and I said, this goes on forever. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, we left on a Saturday morning. I felt like I was escaping. <laughs> I said, you do? Yeah. I said, oh, come on, traffic. Just keep on moving. <laughs> Get me home. That's well, it. I got a son that moved to Texas, and uh, he went back to Miami not too long ago. He says, I ain't coming back here again. <laughs> really? Now, what part of Texas did he move He's to? outside of uh, Houston, small town called Humble. Okay, so he's not in Houston. No, okay. outside. Houston's a pretty good place. Oh, oh yes. it's a big yeah. place No, too. no, but this this is Humble. This yeah. is super yeah. nice. So, so you ended up, uh, your family, in Miami. In Miami. That's where you grew up. Now, were you a believer when you when you came to America? No, okay. no, I was not a believer. How did that happen? Ah, that's a story for another oh boy. day. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask that's you this. Were yes. you older in life when you came yes, to Christ? I, yes, I was. Okay, so you yes, were not raised in, in church, per No, se. I was actually, uh, I was actually, I practiced uh, Santeria for around 18 years. And what is that? Santeria is witchcraft. Really? Yes, Buddha. Wow. Wow. Now, was your family involved in this, or was it just you? Uh, it was me. Uh, we've always, my mother and grandparents and all that, since Cuba, Cuba has that root of voodoo. So they didn't practice voodoo itself, santeria, but they practice uh, spiritism. Okay. Which is more or less connected one to the other. Okay. Which they, they invoke spirits. Right. You know. But something changed. What happened? Something changed. Uh, the Lord impacted my life. Uh-huh. The Lord impacted my life one day. And uh, I thank the Lord for my wife because uh, she was the one, my anchor. Okay. She was the one praying for me for 10 years. So she wasn't involved in this? Uh, no. Well, she was. I involved her in this. Okay. But she left it. Okay. Okay. One time in our life. She left it. Okay. So now after she left that, did she come to Christ? Then? She came to Christ okay. because her her family had always been Christians. Uh-huh. Okay. Her grandfather was, uh, he was Christian since Cuba. Okay. He belonged to a Methodist church in Cuba. Okay. And uh, he received the Lord very young. So he was a practicing Christians in Cuba. So she was, uh, he was a great influence in her life. Oh yes, okay. I believe in all of our lives. Okay, because uh, that uh, I still feel the influence of him in her Praise and the Lord. in me. <laughs> wow, that that peace that that man had. That uh, I still look at him today, and I thank the Lord for his life because I believe that my family right now is serving his leg- legacy. Wow. Wow. So now we're you're you're involved in this, which is the voodoo and what did you call it? Uh, Santeria. 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 Okay. It's a Lukumi religion from Africa. Okay. And that she has now come to Christ. So, mm-hmm. so you, but you're still married. Yes. And uh, I. Did that cause some strain in the marriage? Well, uh, I was married, but uh, I was living a wild life. Uh-huh. That's why I said my testimony is for another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was living a wild life. Okay. Okay. And uh, Miami was a wild place back in the 70s and 80s. Okay. And I was living a wild life, and, uh, but uh, I asked her for divorce several times. Really? Mm-hmm. And she said, No. You're crazy. <laughs> and I'm not going to divorce you because I don't know what you're going to become. Wow. If I divorce you. So she held on. Huh. 
and she prayed for me. Wow. And it came a time in my life where I was in distress and in in a deep hole. And uh, she was the one that came up and says, you know what? The Lord is going to give you an opportunity. And I said, the Lord? What Lord? Uh-huh. And she said, my God. Oh, wow. He's going to give you an opportunity. So don't believe everything they're telling you uh-huh. because he has plans for your life. Wow. And those words just kind of struck, just struck a chord, didn't it? Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, it did. Wow. And uh, later on, uh, I was really in a position, uh, how can I say it, of uh, deep needs where I got on my knees and and accepted the Lord. Wow. I accepted the Lord. How long ago has that been? Uh, that was in 1996. Okay. 1996. So that was life-changing for you? Yes, and completely. So, so what happened then? Did you start getting involved in church? And uh, well, that I received the Lord. When I received the Lord, it was in a prison cell. Uh-oh. <laughs> like you said, there's a lot more to this there's story. There's a lot and, more and to this story. We don't have story. time to <laughs> Correct. Okay. And uh, so that's when I gave my life over to the Lord. And a couple of weeks later, I came out. Okay. And I went right into church. Wow. That's why I said I never left that church again. Really? <laughs> what amazing. <laughs> so so all of these things, you see the the Lord's hand. In everything. As, as he's working through it, even meaning having to end up in prison. Yes. But, but it worked to help to get your focus changed on the things that you need to focus on. Okay, amen. Yes. Until you, until you came to that point where you gave your heart to Christ. And then, as uh, Paul Harvey would say, this is the rest of the story. And we've been talking about it tonight here. Share your heart, the ministry that you've come to Tallahassee to help get off the ground. And uh, 18 months you've been here. Yes. And wow, I mean, just things you've told us that are happening, it's actually nothing short of amazing to me. <laughs> all, all the Lord's yeah. hand. Yeah, yeah. And there's more. I mean, you just you just scratch the surface. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let's say that somebody had been listening to this broadcast today, and they go, "Oh, I want to be a part of that." Now, give us that website again. No, they can call me. Okay. Because well, you told us you can yes. give us your phone number eight five zero. Okay. Six nine four. Okay. Six zero three four. Okay. One more time. Eight five zero. Okay. Six nine four. Six nine four. Six zero. Six zero. Three four. Three four. Okay. And now that website. And the website to make donations is all for love. All A L L F O R love. Okay. Eight five zero dot org. Okay. And the thing about it, if you go there, you can make donations, but is that where you'd go to volunteer? Uh, no, no, to volunteer you can oh, go. Yeah. You can oh. go to shareyourheart. Okay. Dot org. Okay. Shareyourheart.org. So now, the the chaplains are playing a huge role. In oh, this they ministry. are. They're yeah. they're super important. Yeah. Chaplains yeah. are super important. We yeah. can't work without chaplains. So basically, uh, a chaplain is the the people that's going to come, find out what the need is, who they are. They're going to go to their house. Right. I receive the referral. Okay. All referrals come to me. Okay. And what I do is I make a first phone call. 
okay. the connecting phone call to that person. Okay. I tell them who we are, who has sent the referral to them, and I tell them what is their need, talk to them a little bit, find out a little bit more about them, and then I tell them I'm going to deploy one of our chaplains to go visit you okay. with to meet your need, whatever it is. Right. And, and one of the key elements of it is that you connect them to a local church. Oh, yes. And that's that's a very important, that's important part of what part. you're doing. Yes, yeah. because otherwise we're just enabling them with some food uh-huh. and just continue, and, you know, right, being right. just another agency feeding them and we're not doing anything then. Right, right. If we're not connecting them, if we're not trying to to give them that rod so they can start fishing. You know, pastors, uh, like I said before about the kids, but I also grown-ups that you go and you start praying for them and they break up crying. Yeah. yeah that's, 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 that touched my heart when you yeah. were sharing that. But we're down to 57 seconds. Amen. We always close the broadcast out with prayer. Father God, I'm just praying for this ministry. Lord, thank you for bringing them to Tallahassee. Lord God, I pray that this ministry would grow and expand. Father God, you bless Brother Manny and his wife and, and those who are involved in this, Lord God. And Lord God, let there be chaplains that will be raised up, that the food needs will be met. The churches will embrace the ministry. And Lord God, to you be glory and praise. We pray over our city. We pray over our country, Father. We pray for your kingdom. And we pray, God, for peace around the world and peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Manny, it's been Amen. great to have you on the show. Thank you, and, Pastor. And we're going to have you back sometime when you're going to share that whole testimony. Oh, yes, Amen. definitely. God bless you, Pastor, and God bless your audience. Amen. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.